down at the road, the te- on top of the telephone pole, the big transformer, it goes, <laughs> and it starts smoking. And that was the first initial, you know, bam, you know. And Andy looked at, and a homeowner was like, oh my God, is that y'all? Andy's like, nah, man, that ain't us. And then Andy hears me go, <laughs> and dude, it just arced at the transformer. <laughs> and Andy looked at the homeowner and was like, that might be us. What's up, everybody? Thank y'all for tuning in for another Four of a Kind podcast. Uh, we definitely appreciate y'all listening to us. I don't know what you call us. Uh, a shit show. A, a, a professional podcast. Professional That's podcast. Right. Anytime y'all click that play button, it means a lot. Thank y'all. Um, I'm here today, obviously, brother-in-law Brandon, the man, the myth, the legend. And then we got uh, my youngest <laughs> youngest brother, Austin. So, uh that's yeah. all I get. That's youngest son, youngest, youngest brother, Austin. He ain't my son. I was <laughs> a boy. Now, how would you like us to introduce you? Yeah. yeah, let's hear this one. And in the blue right corner, <laughs> he's a bad boy, standing no. five foot three, one hundred and nineteen <laughs> pounds, solid muscle. <laughs> that ain't a lot of muscle though. It's but enough, no, it's enough. That's all you need to know. That's true. Um, but no, we decided to get together today, talk a little bit real quick since it's been a while. Um, obviously, uh, in the next few weeks, we got some big things happening. So, big things, uh, big things in the works. Um, by the way, I guess this will be a good time for me and Allison to make an announcement. Well, <laughs> I was about to say you are can't be serious <laughs> on here. No, no. Uh, but no, next week. Uh, so obviously, Austin, you, Andy. And then Bobby Bauer, y'all are headed to Kansas. So lay out y'all's schedule, what you gonna do, and what you excited for. Um, Friday morning, I don't. We it's gonna be early, probably before the sun comes up. We're gonna start heading that way, and we usually drive straight through it. Um, good solid fifteen and a half hour, sixteen hour drive. But uh, I think we're gonna make a good go at it Friday. Um, get a good spot in Missouri. And drive, I don't know, like six, seven hours um, early Saturday morning and uh, getting there around 10. So you, you're going to knock out like two-thirds of it in hotel mm-hmm. and then, okay. Yeah, uh, just, you know, it's rough. <clears throat> 16 hours, we know. Did you Y'all say know. what you were going to be doing? Uh, deer hunting. Yeah, uh, me, Andy, and Bobby got drawn and uh, we're headed out there. See what happens. And this has been this will be year number two. Yeah, two. we didn't get drawn last year. Um, we went to Oklahoma last year, and uh, got fortunate to get drawn this year. And we're gonna give her a go. How are we looking? Are we looking hopeful? I don't. Like we got. I don't know. I don't have any cameras. All I know is the history. Andy's we, got the camera though. Yeah, it's not working. 
Oh, it's not. Yeah, me and Bobby's got cameras, but they're not. Oh. Um, but it's looking good. The only thing that concerns me is apparently, I don't know how true this is, uh, but if anybody's listening in Kansas, you know, let me know. Let us know. Yeah, but uh, there's apparently a decent drought out that way. Oh, that's, um, that's not apparent. That's, yeah. There's that's, a, lot, a lot of Midwest. Yeah, so what's going to happen is there's usually beans and corn. I would imagine they're already out of the ground. They was probably out of the ground like three weeks ago or a month ago, the, how dry it was. Um, but there's obviously, I mean, we're around water, but, hell, the Mississippi is low. So, mm-hmm. so I don't know. It's interesting. We might have to make an audible. Um I'm, I feel good about it, though, but we'll see. I guess the audible would be Oklahoma. No. no. We're staying in Kansas. Yeah, just obviously because y'all drone just somewhere different in Kansas. Yeah. yeah. Is it okay to say direction uh, of the state? No. Nah, <laughs> uh, we're just hunting in Kansas. <laughs> Jesus. That's a, God, this dude thinks that, just like the first podcast, because hey, I said, oh, I said hey, Stokes this, County. Oh, Stokes Hello. County. Tell them where you duck hunted. <laughs> huh? Tell them where you duck hunted. I duck hunted yakking every time. Put it at York it's Hill. Like, uh, yeah. Upper, yeah. lower, Pass. near the flats? Uh, anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. That same thing as Kansas. Austin, <laughs> that is not. That's like comparing a damn lake to a fishbowl. That's all they're getting out of it. Okay, well, that's fine. They don't need to know. All they need to know is we're going to Kansas. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's did, why, why did, you never took the trip out there uh, to go scout or anything, did you? No, we thought about it, but with work going on and everything in our lives and stuff, we, which we've already been there. We did that the first time because we'd never even stepped foot um, to deer hunt Kansas. Um, we did that in August the first year and uh, found some land, decent sign, and, you know, good habitat and and we jumped into it, and it's if it's like it was, we have a real big advantage because we know what how the deer move around. I mean, there's always something. Um, we're gonna hunt some different spots that you know we found on the map and stuff, but it's it's gonna be fun, man. Uh, hunting our first hunt will be Saturday evening, and then it's there on out straight hunting. Um, and then we're going to come back home next Sunday. Yeah, we're going to get them on a podcast while they're there. Yeah, talk mid, to him sometime and mid next week, um, just to update. Uh, hopefully it's going good. I would love because... Maybe maybe even two. Yeah, Bobby shot one the first year we was in Candace. Andy shot one last year in Oklahoma. I'm up to bat. So you're up to bat. Yeah. But, I mean, anything can happen. I would love for two of the guys to tag out. Is there going to be any camera action out there besides the iPhone? No. No, there is not. Yeah, I guess you're looking at the culprits, right? Mm-hmm. Which I understand. I know. They make uh, they make systems where you can self-film. I've seen them on the internet. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <clears throat> they do make that, but obviously we ain't got it around here or something. We ain't, that technology ain't yeah, we had, this, this, yeah. I, I'm not going to say where that technology hadn't went in this part of North Carolina. I'm not going to tell where we're at in here in this North part, but uh, we'll. <laughs> See, the joke's on them. They think we're in North Carolina and we're in South Carolina. We're in South Carolina. <laughs> we're in South California. Yeah. You know, we definitely in South Carolina, judging by the podcast with me, you, and Larry, and Matt. 
Because <laughs> yeah. we lost, we lost him. Oh yeah, yeah. We was talking about the lowered uh, squad of trucks. Squad of trucks. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, that was that was a funny one. But uh, uh, was they on board with the squad? No, 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 nobody. Me and Max were kind of dogging. We Daisy changed it from a different topic we were talking about. Started oh, calling gotcha. them gay and everything. But um, yeah, the, how was the? Uh, I heard in that that one we just posted recently. The Iowa deal. What's the What's the deal with that? You draw in Kansas, and then you get an Iowa tag or something uh, after the fifth, fourth. Hell event. yeah! <laughs> what was? Explain that to There's them. something about you are a turkey hunter. No, I'm just. <laughs> you, we were talking about it. Yeah. And, so Iowa is a draw state like Kansas, but here recently it's gotten harder. To draw in Kansas, it used to be like I don't know any any facts, factual numbers, but uh, it was like an eighty percent chance he was going to get drawn. Those numbers has went down because Kansas is getting more popular, out of state hunters. I mean, you know, uh, so there's more hunters, more people in application. Um, you don't get drawn as uh, consistently as you did, and uh, Iowa. For one, Iowa, what makes Iowa so good, let me back up. What makes Kansas so good is because it's a draw state. You can only shoot one buck and where, where, when and where they have their firearm season. Um, because if you have like a two-week rifle season in the rut, a lot of deers are going to get killed. Um, they don't have that. Um, and it's archery, um, draw state, but Iowa is is like that but it's stricter um the percentage of getting drawn is way lower so like you can get in the drawn like in kansas right now um you put in each year you can just say safely you're going to get drawn every other year um in iowa it takes like five drawings just to get drawn and what you can do instead of enter the drawing and spending that money and tags expecting a hunt you know um you can just buy a preference point and it's like basically surrendering surrendering your rights or and your attempt to get in the drawing that year but you have a point where next year when you enter the drawing you're doubled up that's what it was yeah so, so it has <clears throat> nothing to do with kansas it's for some state reason by state. I, I guess i interpreted that wrong when, when i listened to it again because I was thinking that you drew, you know, you put in for Kansas four or five times, and if you didn't get drawn in Kansas or something, that fourth time you could get public land yeah. hunting in and Iowa. I mean, because there's a lot of argument that Ohio is the greatest, one of the best states to hunt. Um, you you know, said who? Iowa. Uh, oh, not Iowa, Ohio. Ohio. I was about to say, oh, well, Iowa I is, heard Iowa. He, he, it's top dog. Oh, well, it's one of the top ones. Um, but it's because they're strict on um, out-of-state hunters and their regulations within the state. And, like, Ohio is, like, probably the most pressured state in in the United States. Um because it's over the counter, they got big deer and they got a lot of public land. Um, if they done a system like Kansas, like even Kansas, but if they did something like Iowa, 
where it was really hard to get in and they changed their uh um regular hunting regulations like uh seasons like a gun and muzzleloader and stuff like that it's it probably would be it would be pushing right there at iowa so like even north carolina if we i know there's big deer in north carolina but like it's a drastic change from going to north carolina to kansas that's why yeah, we, we don't go. have much farm we don't have as much farm <clears throat> yeah there's not as I much mean, for them to we feed do. on no, we, certain part of the yeah, state, we, we, we do have a lot of, but I get what you're saying, but if we, for one, we don't have to worry about out-of-state hunters, because we're not a big, well-known, I mean, a lot of big deers killed in North Carolina each year, but it's not well-known. Um, if we changed it to a one-buck limit, and uh, changed our hunting, our uh, I would say rifle, or, or rifle we just, season. we don't click into yeah, rifle. Yeah, they need to take if they was but obviously the more tags and everything more money's going to north carolina wildlife um so i get it but if we was strictly wanting to grow big deer and make it a well-known state it would uh the whole just just let alone one buck is a lot because that's a lot of people shoot two bucks a year honestly i guess coming from a guy i don't shoot a lot of deer i would uh or has it in a long time, I honestly would not be opposed. Would you be opposed for a one buck? I would encourage Because, I mean, I yeah. would. <clears throat> all I would do is, is put in the effort and bust well, ass for that whole entire year to know when I see antlers, I'm like, oh, this one's it. I'm yeah, gonna, and, yeah, that's the biggest thing because some people will shoot a buck that they'll be happy with, um, but maybe it's not a mature buck or, or whatnot, and they, they know – Hey, I can shoot another buck after this. What are what are our tags? Uh, two bucks. Two bucks, four does. Damn. Yeah. Two turkeys, which we ain't. No I mean, we don't have them. that big of a deer problem, do we? In certain parts of the state. Oh yeah. There, there's a lot of deer. Oh yeah. Um, but I'm just, you know. Would you say there's more deer here, or Kansas? Kansas. Kansas. Okay. Yeah, and a lot of that has to do with like the the ag and everything and like in kansas reason why i hunt so good or even in iowa there is so much land there that a buck can grow and get to mature before it it can even be killed well i'm, I'm even i look at it like um <clears throat> people per i wouldn't say like or square mile like around here it it takes a little while to drive away till you get out there's not a lot of yeah. people within a square mile. I mean, it ain't, it ain't long, but where we're at, you know, hour and a half to the mountains or just shortly up where we hunt around Stokes, once you finally get to there, you're like, you're like Albury Road, whatever. Yeah. Um, it can even, uh, like on that one, uh, how many people, like, live First up and down. Mile. And yeah. it's like there, there's and not as much as here. Obviously, we drive down the road old Concord. It's just, it's a different terrain. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, every state has their cities and stuff. So, like, Kansas, is their big uh, city is Wichita. Um, <clears throat> and there's a lot of people in Wichita. Wichita Falls. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people in Wichita. But once you get outside of that, at least where we hunt, I mean, there's, there's some places where you get out, um, and you're in the middle of nowhere. Like if something bad happened, you'd be you'd be pretty much fucked. Yeah, you better make something happen <clears throat> with what you got. Then then it would it'd be rough. When we went down for uh, the turkey season, I enjoyed it because it was just the right amount of 
get out ag land stuff like that fields where like you're like oh this is a good little drive before we get in the population and then we get back to the hotel yeah it'd be, it'd be around i guess i don't know and like even a, even where jacob is there ain't nothing out there oh there's yeah this yeah yeah that's like no man's land um and like in kansas dude there's i honestly think per square mile there's more deer than people um certain places certain places yeah yeah but they're just and they have they have so much land and food and where they can grow old and be big that's the biggest thing of growing big deer um is letting them live just a side note i had on my notes here we'll we'll talk about my texas trip somewhere oh nice real real quick um but the the <clears throat> the county we was in when we went to hunt in Texas, uh, Pecos County. I'm, if, if I don't quote me if I'm wrong, is the second most unpopulated uh, county in the whole entire United States. Sure. It, it, so it's a huge county, but obviously on the pictures and stuff you can see. I mean, it is as far as you can go. Yeah. Just uh. And there's, I bet you're, I bet money there's big deer. You ever thought about hunting Kansas or uh, Texas? No, well, there's not much public. The, well, I think Texas, I think of the Kennedy and the King Ranch, and that's actually toward, like, south. Mexico. Yeah. Wow. See, you, that, what, what is that, Rio Grande River? I have no idea. The Rio? Yeah, you obviously, you've heard of Charles Beatty. Yeah, we all listen to that. But uh, obviously not up north because, obviously, the second I think big deer, I think of, you know, corn, soybean fields out Midwest somewhere. Just yeah. That's more, uh, Texas is more of the cattle country, isn't it? Yeah, well, cattle yeah. and, like, shrub, just nasty things. Obviously, you've seen how slow and stubby it was on my pictures. I don't know if, no, I Yeah. No, well, I guess. Uh, yeah, I saw a video of you. Well, you didn't, Um, I haven't. Remind me after this, let me show you. I got my SD card. I'll show you the pictures I actually took in Kansas. I got them. In Texas. Texas, sorry. Yeah, Texas. What is that uh, stuff that Charles Betty said you could sneak a pink elephant up underneath? What is that called? Oh, what, what was that type of, the little low trees? Yeah. yeah it's it's just, like a canopy. Yeah. It's just, <clears throat> well, that's, so, something, something oak. Uh, the live oak. Live oak. Yeah, the live whatever oak. The, whatever the hell that is. But. Yeah, we may be wrong, but it's. I Pro- mean, probably it's are. Probably. Usually <laughs> nine times out of ten. Just watch any deer hunting, you know, video in Texas, you're going to see it. Yeah. Um, and there's big deer in Texas, but uh, we big have, deer in Texas. there it is. There's big deer in North Dakota. There's big deer in South Carolina. There's we'll big go. deer in Florida. Hey, speaking of, a woman killed a uh, November 5th <laughs> muzzleloader killed, I believe it was a 177-inch 177 inch deer, yeah. like 25 yards in some thicket. Yeah, maybe I'll pull it up here to see what With county her car? it is. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. Hello, Susie, blonde-headed there's, Susie there's in her SUV. In North Carolina, there's a... Uh, there's two hundreds that get killed every year. I love to see two hundred. Are you a, are you a, are you a typical or are you a non typical? You're non typical, actually. No, Andy's non typical. Oh, I I don't discriminate. Yes. Discriminate because if a two hundred, I mean, well, let's put it in this perspective. Would you rather shoot a one seventy typical or one ninety non typical? Or if you need to come on down the spectrum to like a 150 typical and a 170 non-typical. I, I, I would jump in. I personally think I would rather shoot uh, a typical just because the, the non-typical can get there with a bunch of trash. Typical's yeah, got to yeah. wear it. Dude, yeah, and man, it's just. I like the way a non-typical, or I like the way a typical 
just that beautiful frame. Yeah. Nice, but, pretty. I promise you, you'd love a freak coming at you. Oh, I, I would. Oh, yeah, I think everybody can yeah, state I that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, if you're asking me which one I like better, a typical or a uh, non-typical, it's going to be a typical. I just, you know, symmetrical. Can you explain what a typical and non-typical is? I guess I probably should have done that to begin with. Yeah, a, a typical is just like your pretty frame, some symmetrical, no, not a lot of trash, nothing at all, just a clean. The trash, you're talking about kickers and yeah, knobs drops, and shit, yeah. um, splits, uh, like when there's just a, with a non-typical, I don't know the actual like definition where it turns into a non-typical to a typical, um, or a typical to a non-typical, but so, uh, I mean, just you know, unsymmetrical, just a whole lot of trash up there, just a lot to going on up there. With a, like, would a, if a deer has a drop time, would that be considered a... I just told you, I don't know that... Well, I mean, I didn't know I, if that's... Cons- no, it's, no, it's, it's, it's got to it, be... It probably wouldn't be, um, because that is a uncharacteristic of a typical. So it's more in the, uh, the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So, you know, there's more people that would be able to look at a deer and, and say that's a non-typical. So there's nothing that qualifies a deer well, as a yeah, non-typical. Now, my definition is me and Stan, and I'm like, oh, God, that's a freak. Like, just got a lot of stuff going on. And technically, that deer I shot last year, <coughs> I feel like that would have been a typical. It just had some kickers. Well, you, you can have, here, here's, here's a picture of, like, a kicker and off his G2. He's got a kicker and everything. I even think, of like, one drop time. I don't know, maybe, but it's uh it's everything I'm getting is just saying, like, typical means antlers have antler points in typical locations where points are found and the confirmation that, of the buck's rack typical. are typical in nature. Typical so, G1, G2, G3, G4, you know, um, and symmetrical. Um, but like the deer I shot last year, if we was going to get technical, it was technically a 11 pointer, but it's a mainframe eight, but he had kickers off his main beam below his brows. Um, how, how, how big were they? Uh, about two inches. I think the technically counts, uh, in the books, it's, it's gotta be at least have, an inch. Uh, show me a picture. I'd. I don't remember. I can't think of this deer you're talking about. He ain't nothing crazy, but... Uh, What'd you yeah. think about that coffee? Do you oh, like that? that? That's, that's not bad. Yeah, just... Uh, that's sounds for That's tr- true to his name. Just real light and easy going. Yeah, not not bad at all. One thing uh, I want to talk about that... Obviously, I, I've been living in a box. Um, other than, you know, being big on ducks and geese, uh, getting back into deer hunting hard, hard. Well, I wouldn't say hard. I guess getting back in the deer hunt past four years, but ain't pulled the trigger or shot anything. Um, you know, when we go to game land around here, we didn't get up and walk up on the game land and go, God dang, the wind's blowing the wrong way. We still climbed up in the tree. Uh-huh. Obviously hunting down in Stokes, chance for high caliber deer. Uh, we play the wind. Play the or wind we do. Yeah. yeah, we don't. <clears throat> we don't mess around. So no. I did not realize this on, on X. You can uh, – and they, by the way, they sponsor this podcast. <laughs> on on X, they you can uh, like peg your stand, you know, or just drop your pin or your little waypoint, and then you can choose what's your optimal wind condition. 
and then you save it. So then you can scroll over like the map of your stands and it shows wind direction and it has good, bad, okay. So oh. you can just scroll over and look at it. You're like down here, you know, hour and a half away, hour and 45, we can look at it and go, oh, okay, you know, the tripod stand's got good wind. You know, the finger field's got good land or wind. That's and, pretty cool. And I just now realized that and it was because we, it, it sucks doing that and getting down there i was excited saturday evening and they was like yeah wins wins shit so it was amazing on how many stands we had set up well <laughs> we, we need to do a better job to to put stands in decent location um for a south for wind. all winds yeah that way no matter what we can get up there and we feel confident um we can all get up in a stand and we're not bumping our hey, target it's probably, probably gonna be possible now because obviously uh, we're getting logged as we yeah. speak we're yeah. getting logged. i was gonna say i mean yeah, there's, i would hate to see it now there's i guess up there there's really only so much you can do to benefit yourself uh, yeah no, as far I'm as gonna, i mean the amount of land they i've andy heard november i think he said 7th i heard november 10th which today is november 9th um november 10th is like the hottest day of the whole entire year for the nation of the rut but obviously it changes it varies yeah it it changes per uh uh like the more north you go yeah well they're obviously they start earlier and it comes down mm-hmm. um well they say I, that but like i don't know i don't remember that oh that uh that deer yeah yeah and he had two coming off the back uh yeah he had some traps um but he uh i'll talk about the rut so like you know, I, growing up, you always heard, um, and a lot of people's going to disagree with this, but that's okay. This is my opinion. Um, that's the beauty of it. We, yeah, you, you entitled to it, whether I mean, it's bullshit fine. or not. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but just from listening to podcasts, other podcasts, I'm like, I don't. You ever listen to Don Higgins? Mm-hmm. That's just you and Andy. Yeah. Well, he, he's a well-known hunter in Illinois, um, but. He's the guy, you know who we're talking about. We met at the. Oh yeah, and y'all clammed up like a, like a barnacle. Yeah, they met. They met their their <laughs> podcast. Talk talk about when when they met him. I had to walk oh. away. It was so awkward. <laughs> anyway, um, so growing up, we heard, oh man, the rut's gonna be late this year. It's just the rut ain't happening. Well, that is not the case. Every year, it happens at the same time. Um, and what it is, the does have a, uh, a gland in their, uh, in their eyes, in the corner of their eyes that detect, uh, the amount of daylight in the day. Um, so once it gets to where they're, where it triggers, that's when they start to go into heat. Um, but obviously you have the, the occasion, um, not every doe goes in the heat at the exact same time. So there's not like every doe in North Carolina is not in the heat right now. Um, but in a ballpark, majority of them will go in um, when that when they detect the uh, the amount of daylight in a day. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I just I got a real good feeling like tonight, a little bit colder. Uh, tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, I think it's going to be a good time. I'm going to drive down to Stokes. I don't know how good it's going to be. It may be bad because they're logging. If I get down there and going, yeah, they well, ain't, there's no dude, way. Well, dude, that's, you know, you're right, but bucks get stupid. Well, technically, right now is 
uh, chance when you could be slack on your wind direction, you could be slack on your setup or stuff like that. Because therefore, if you hit it right, if that buck's doing it, doing his thing for a short period of time, he's he's fully stupid right now. Yeah, really stupid. <clears throat> and like the rut, you can either be at the right place, and it's crazy, or you can sit all day and not see a deer and technically uh now is a time where you could truly kill a, a giant deer and it don't require that much skill to know where they're uh-huh. bedding where they're getting up where they're you know tracking stuff like that you could just be sitting up and hell we, technically on our land now we could see a deer i could see a deer on the hoof saturday evening that we ain't never seen yeah uh-huh. just because he just you know, does brought them over. Miles away, yeah, yeah, does brought them over on our side, stuff like that. And uh, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it, but uh, yeah. So back to the logging. Um, at all lease and Stokes, there was we caught wind of they was gonna log half of the property. Um, back in, uh, I heard something about it in turkey season, but that's all it was. Just like, hey, this might happen, you know. Um, uh, but that was it. And me and Andy, uh went hunting the other day and and they was doing it they was logging it yeah, and it hey i know it sucks but i mean we've got more fields no not in that aspect just the fact that it's november oh, 8th oh, and, yeah. and it's hey, middle of and I'm prime not, time i'm not hating the loggers it's their job they're doing it <laughs> but who we lease from it's the I land. Mean, just, yeah. just talking to him, and I don't blame him. It's time to get cut. Well, and he's I mean, gonna have if you a, if you got somebody paying to hunt your land, well, you gotta give them a heads up. Yeah, something because we we've got a lot of equipment and feeders and stands yeah. and and like me and Andy had to drop everything and just take everything out except uh. What, everything's off that side of the road. Except for the big feeder. And Except y'all had to find feeder. out yourself, pretty much, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's I was what's walking out the stand, and he's just going to town. Yeah. I guess. Uh, See, that's that's what's kind of. Big feeder's sitting right now, too, honestly, because when they was talking on the phone with him, they're like, yeah, we're going to have to dump the corn. And in my head, I'm like, bro, that's probably 450 pounds of corn. Hey, yeah, it is slammed. I was like, and this feeder uh, holds like. 600. Yeah. Probably 650. But, uh. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a bad thing because when that new growth happens um, in the spring, deer's going to be all over it, turkeys are going to be all over it, and that whole land is going to look totally different. It is, yeah, so it's So, like, be wild. after deer season, or we're going to walk it and, oh, uh, yeah, and definitely. set up a plan and everything, and it's going to be good hunting, um, but... In a sense, once you, I mean... Like you said, it, it kind of it's going to turn into a cutover, so it's going to be partially a field. But we well, have a lot he, of turkeys roosting I back asked there. Him, I asked him what he was going to do with it, and he said he doesn't really have any plans now, but he's thinking about planting planted pines. Um, but obviously, you know yeah. that ain't going to do us any good. Um, which we may lose lose the lease before it even happens. But yeah. like. It's, as far as a deer and turkey aspect, or at least a deer, it's going to be good hunting uh, in that from now or after they get logged to four years from now. And if he don't do anything with it, it's just going to get too thick to hunt Yeah. Um, without 
making lanes and and we don't want to do that but uh but yeah it's it's interesting um and that's that's the thing about hunting public land or hunting land you don't own yeah you have no say so on what happens so that, that means property. we're gonna buy some land no no that's not yeah. what that means i mean i'll I tell you what i'm you after, can invite me to your <laughs> after they log i'm definitely going to i'm sure it's going to be decent obviously uh turkey season don't change because we don't lose that side of the road but come deer season something's probably gonna have to give well i don't know we say that i think it but, should already gave well yeah, that, honestly it's, i mean um, I, I think for what y'all are paying and then for what they get well what is kind of what the whole problem is like what you said um because i i i rolled up back to the camper and i was like dude andy they are doing it they are logging and he goes, what, what are they logging? I said, our land, you know, up at the burnt house. And uh, Where'd he come from? The finger? Yeah. Okay. And uh, we we drove up there. Uh, we was going to drive to Bobby's house, just talk to him, see, see what's going on, you know. And uh, we we went to the burnt house, and Bobby was there talking to the logger. And uh, we talked to Bobby. Bobby acted like nothing was happening, you know. And I was like, hey, man, y'all are cutting it, huh? He goes, yeah, I reckon so. I was like, okay, what, uh, yeah, is he cutting all of your land? You know, how soon is this going to happen? And, dude, he didn't have a clue. He didn't, I was like, these guys supposed to be on this property? (laughs) You know, because I will tell them to stop. I I wonder, (laughs) yeah, I was about to say, I I wonder, um, Go ahead. Yeah, I wonder if he'll, uh, they'll just log, and then whatever they, quantity they take off, then they, like, just then give it to them. You know, because yeah. it ain't like they're going to they like walk out there and say, hey, we're going to take 422 trees. It's like, no, just log my acreage and then whatever. Kind of like a crop, what yeah. it yields. It could definitely yield mm-hmm. more per acre, but. And, dude, that's going to, he, he's going to get a lot of money off of that land. But see, somebody's going to have to walk in there with, a, like, a 42-inch bar on a chainsaw and, like, professionally, like, lay down these oaks because them, them machines uh, don't take them things down. Yeah, we was looking at the other property they logged down the road. They left some big trees. What? Judging by right down the road as we went to the berry patch, it, I, I think it's not going to be as bad as it seems. They're going if they leave some strips, some strips at the creek. When we walk it, I'm definitely going to put into to mindset of it. I'm going to be like, look, I'm either going to invest in it next year, or it's you know, I don't, I, I don't think, know. I'll see. I think it's going to be really good. I do up until a certain point, um, but we. Me and Andy was talking about it, and which Bobby he probably he probably put in, and to get his name on the list, to get logged, probably like two years ago, you know, and they finally are getting around to it and they're doing it, you know. Yeah. Um. But still, hey, y'all sign up for the lease. You know, my name's on the list to get uh this this poss- my property over here is probably gonna get logged uh, it, it's going to get logged i just don't know what time or or uh, what date um but he has he don't have a lick of hunting in him all he does is farm well i so, just like he he's not thinking how we're thinking it just makes me think that maybe he was worried that he would lose 
y'all re- renewing if he told that, you? No, that's, I don't think so. Yeah, I was about to say, that's a pretty shit strategy. Yeah, yeah, because Bobby, uh, man, he's like 90. He's close to Benny. Oh, is he? Yeah. I didn't and, know that. Uh, he's close. He's, he's like 90, but the dude gets around. He farms and stuff uh, with cattle, and uh, he's just by far the nicest guy. I mean, he just don't have our mindset when it comes to hunting um, at all. There's no lick of hunting in him. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's just thinking, because he was talking to us, and while these boys are logging, he goes, yeah, man. I've been seeing a lot of deer around. I said, oh, yeah, it's that time of year. He goes, yeah, man, I think it's going to be good uh, this week. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you should be like, well, you've got 17 tons of equipment right here just going off. Like, it is not going to be good. Not on this property. Maybe. He said that to you as they're getting starting their fucking yeah. log. He just, he, he's oblivious. <laughs> oblivious, yeah. yeah. No, I to it. deer hunting. And I, yeah. you can't hate it for him. I mean, but I wish... I would have just had a heads up. Yeah, I think this is the the peak, and then it's of the start of the decline, mm-hmm. with it getting logged, with both owners older than. Damn, I mean they they, Dog they shit. yeah they seen World War One, World War Two on you know you know, first TV, <laughs> yeah. the Model T. I, I'm yeah. sure the sun has probably got a lot of yeah, yeah. and and realistically, uh, I mean. It's just a matter of time before we lose it. Well, we we got to dig in there and find something and uh, something to um, keep keep you. Damn, that's that's that I just popped in my head. Alamance, Alamance, North Carolina. What how do you say? Alamance. Where's that at? What is that? It's uh. Where is Andy that? was just talking about it. Um, Andy was talking about how it's a good county, and um. Did you whistle at me? No, how, I don't oh, how do you spell that, man? A L A M A N C E N C Huntress Kills Alamance Country Giant Buck. No, god dang it. A L A A L A M A N C E. I ain't worried about. I'll I'll find it here shortly. Here we go. But, I um, I Ooh. think I think that's as a hundred. I don't know what it was. One hundred and seventy-seven inch. She just shot it November fifth, and it's absolutely it's, stud. It's east of Greensboro. But uh, Andy was talking about Bur- Burlington. <laughs> that's where it's at. Uh, what is it? What are y'all? I don't know what y'all are talking. We're just that, talking about that, a good place. That's that big, uh, big buck that where, killed with a muzzleloader. Where I was getting at though, we we need to just jump into something. Caldwell, Stanley, um, Anson, yeah. Stokes. We we need to find oh, some. We land. got the, we got the hookup at Anson. <laughs> no, um, no, <laughs> we ain't doing that anymore. No that was a joke. But uh, but no, it's uh, we'll see how it turns out. Obviously, it would have sucked, right? You know. Right in the rut, but I mean, it is what it is. They may be stupid enough where I may slip one up, maybe just passes me on the hoof. And it's that time of the year, though. That's yeah. what's so great about it. Um, they can probably they'll probably be falling trees, and I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if a doe passes them a piece of machinery, and then a hot buck's on her ass right beside. Dude, that's them. how yeah. stupid these bucks are right yeah. now. And like when they're locked down with a doe, I mean, they can smell people, they can see people near them. They're only concerned about that doe. Mm-hmm. You know, and it is. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just pumped to go to Kansas. Um, it's it's gonna be a fun trip. We're we're camping this year. Um, we usually stay in, stay in a motel or Airbnb. Um, we're damn tense. This, damn tense. This is the first year we're camping. This this will be the last year we're camping. Dude, I bet it's it's gonna be better than we think. Um, yeah, but it ain't gonna be good. 
Dude, gonna be just chill. fucking cold. I don't, you I hadn't don't. even looked at the weather. It's cold. It's going to be chilly. I mean, it's going to hit 30s at it night. Fucked. I don't understand. Or no, that was in the it's spring. It's going to get colder. Listen, I'd rather It was in the spring. I was, I was going to yeah. say it fucking blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we it was left, snowing. We left Kansas in April and it was snow hitting the windshield, no doubt. 28 degrees. But, uh, it, uh, so the first year we got there, it was like 70 degrees. We was hunting a t-shirt in November in Kansas. Not good. Right. Um, and then it got colder as the week went on, and deer hunting got better. Uh, this year, we're hitting it, and uh, it's uh, it's looking pretty good. Um, I think the lows are going to be... Austin. You're doing the Austin shit again. I think the lows are going to be in 20... Easy. Hey, tell them you break it, you buy it. You break it, you buy it. Yeah. yeah. I'll make sure you um, see that check. The, the lows are going to be in the tw- low 20s, and the highs are going to be like uh, mid-40s. So, man, it's lining up. Well, I'm definitely – I mean, I'm, I'm happy for you guys. I I really want to – I even – hell, even even Bobby. Man, if, if one of y'all shoot a 160-inch-plus – hell, 150-inch deer or something, you know, a trophy to us to bring back yeah. home, I – I know I hate we ain't going to be there. Obviously, me and Brandon pulled the plug early because originally, as we stated in this, I guess, the previous podcast, which I guess was what, ain't this number 25? This yeah, I think you 25. looked at us on this podcast and you said, Kansas is looking good. Yeah, well, uh, and I, well, I was excited even though we didn't get drawn. Even though we got a preference points now, we didn't get drawn. I was like, I would still like to go down there and obviously – Film and in a perfect world, that's what I'd love to do. But with just everything, time taking. Well, dude, stuff. I mean, we've got so much going on alone. It's hard enough just to crank out a podcast. Oh, you I know, know Andy's not know. even here. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I was a. Uh, I was. I was texting Logan today. I was like, bro, I. I just. It just dawned on me. I ain't forgot about you. We got to finish your building. Yeah. And I was like, we ain't finished slatting it and put the tent on it. He's like, I know. It's just hunt season's a rough, rough time. Just uh. Cause it's like you 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 bust ass during the week and then you you only get that Saturday and Sunday. It's like, mm-hmm. hey man, what you doing Saturday morning? It's like, well, probably gonna be hunting something. Um, yeah. But uh, no, nah, y'all wanna hear my crazy crazy timing? Yeah, let's Texas. hear it. Let's dive into yeah. it, man. Tell us from the from so, the get go, getting on the plane and everything. <clears throat> that ain't nothing special. So we'll be. <laughs> what the hell are you doing over there? That was a stretch from hell. What was that movie where that guy lays his Oh, uh, uh, Jaws. You know, when they're sitting down in the cabin and they're sitting there telling stories and shit and he pops his leg up on the table like that and he's showing him the scar and shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what that reminded me of. You talking, you about, you talking about the captain? Yeah. Back in yeah 1973, a furnace got me right here. Right there. Right here. Right across the calf. And then over here. Bled for weeks. <laughs> over here, I was building a transition. Y'all would y'all would talk HVAC. Y'all leave y'all. But. Anyway, so that was a side note, but yeah, that just struck my brain. I saw his leg, that white ass leg, struck and my brain off the dome. Off the but, dome. A, a man that wears pants pants all year. Hey, right. I am. You want to compare white skin? Look at mine. Look at mine. Get it up here. I can't get it up there. Yeah, got someone's gonna make something pop. That, hey, uh, that's that's white. Put your leg up here, dude. I can't <laughs> okay. see your right. leg. Okay. Uh, all right, so Texas trip. So I, uh, my company flew me out to Texas October 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, or something like that. Um, 
But yeah, the ranch we was on was huge. Uh, I originally, I originally was told like three hundred thousand acres. So I'm gonna clear this up because technically the podcast before this we talked about it a lot. Um, I believe it was around the ranch I was on. There's two ranches, and the ranch I was on was around eighty thousand acres. So obviously Damn. nothing like I said, but still absolutely enormous. But um. 80,000 acres, uh, we got down there first night, uh, had a safety briefing, everything signed in, basically sound like signed a waiver that says, like, if you die, sorry, Charlie. It's not on us. Yeah. Not on us, and it was it was a crazy experience. Now, this is, I'm going to go ahead and put this out here for all the, the Cairns. Um, I do not like taking an animal's life just for fun. I think everybody can get on board with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I don't like wounding animals. I think yeah. I, well, even I think hunting is fun. Correct. And, yeah. Even you want to kill an animal as quickly and yeah. correct humanely. Human, as yeah. Us yeah. four do really good, and my boys too. Like obviously, the most humane way, one and done. You know, through well, the heart. Whatever. You gotta respect it. You do, it. and yeah. so while while I was on this trip, um, probably gonna get judged for somebody out there, but I was shooting animals just just for fun. So um, it was a common thing. Um, definitely not my style. I picture it like a real big wigs up at a company drive down there and, you know, just drink liquor and just shoot stuff, stuff like that. But it's, so it's not what you expected. It it's, it's what I expected. And it was fun. It's just, honestly, it's not your, yeah, not my style, but I had a, I had a blast, but so we had our safety meeting on what all we could and couldn't shoot. Like, I guess it would have been Wednesday night or Thursday night, whatever it was. What, what did they like uh what couldn't you shoot um obviously you know no elks or no elk uh no bucks especially no bucks with tags in their ears because it was high fence it was it was border it was border high fence of the eighty thousand acres you know on the edge but every now and then run through you know they had cattle in there so they had low fence throughout the middle of it stuff but then bucks didn't it wasn't crazy um this they, they couldn't get out of the property Technically, the buck could not leave. Yeah. yeah now check this out. Um, with it being, I think the high fence was like ten foot. That's what how big tall the fence was. So ten ten and twelve. So um, long story short, uh, an all dad, which is a sheep, that I show you. Um, they're not see. Obviously, they can control what's in the fence. Cause it's a big ranch. They was not supposed to be in the fence. Um, and one got shot. <clears throat> excuse me. And the ranch manager actually said the only reason why they're in here is because at one time that all dad had to run, jump, and he's like, it's a goat. It's a, it's, well, it's a big ram, basically. He climbed a chain link fence and we just, you know, had to flip Damn. over. Fall. He, he figured out how to get over. At least he could get his body weight halfway well, the, and let gravity the, do the rest. The, uh, there was there was, there was multiple all dads no it was that ranch uh they hadn't seen one killed in a long time like two years oh, okay but over 80 acres 80,000 acres anything could hide um i yeah, got man. i got i got picture of elk um you know they're exotic you know they're not native to where that was in texas so they was brought in there at one time and let loose and they're thriving but now is this <clears throat> do they do this with the high fence and like is this more for killing deer because they're a problem no. Or the, well, or this, well, is, we, this, we, this is pleasure. Yeah, we went, we went, oh. we went down for doe management. Yeah, yeah. but uh, you know, like higher ups in the company can go down there and they'll let them kill an elk. Okay, or whoever makes for the a call. Yeah, whoever, yeah, whoever makes the call, they can go down there and do their thing. But uh, 
Yeah, elk, whitetail. It was real cool. First time I seen mule deer, you, you know, on the you hoof. You said you didn't see any bucks, did you? I, d- I did see some bucks. It it was very weird because, like, I'm not a deer <clears throat> well, genius. Dude, they probably put you in locations. They did not. No, my both my two hunts, I didn't see one deer. I hunted, really? tw- I hunted twice. I hunted um, one morning and then one evening. Yeah, and didn't see a deer. Man, but uh, big big block uh, box blinds and everything. Yeah, big huge nice box what blinds. What you think of Texas? Yeah, now I saw because there's no in, trees in the video. Like, did they have you lined up in a big line? Because I saw there was another box blind kind of like off in the distance. No, what you saw was about 45, 55 yards. It was a huge feeder. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, so it had over the whole property. They had like sixty-seven box blinds stands they called them and then they they probably had like 75 feeders or something and the feeders had big welded uh metal tubing around it like almost like a like a iron gate but there's no and it was just like a two foot opening at the very bottom and i was like god dang how does a, a big old whitetail get up under there and, and eat out because a lot of them was gravity feeders too and what they'll do is they'll dip one antler in and then turn their head and dip the other antler in and they'll be wow. in the middle what uh that's for the cattle so cattle okay. can get to it did uh you see any pigs down there um no pigs we saw javelina okay. yeah javelina at night we couldn't shoot them though because uh that, there's they're, a season on them they're they're game yeah yeah well, i think you what can i only shoot two you can shoot two but they're game they're regulated um what so basically after our briefing what baffled me in my life i can say to this truth i've never spotlighted animal I've nef- definitely never uh, rode around in a vehicle with a gun hanging out. So we done both of that. Dude, um, I would feel so wrong doing that. So we uh, <clears throat> we would go it's, out. It's legal to spotlight. So it, on non-game. So non-game out there, porcupines, jackrabbits, even cottontails considered non-game. Um, anything on See, that. See, that's crazy because you can't do that in North Carolina. Even on non-game? Non-game. Probably can't do it out there either. I'm probably just no. making all kinds well, of stuff. Well, okay, you may be. But definitely not from a public road, obviously. No, um, and I on on my way over here, I actually looked it up, and, and jackrabbits are non-game. Honestly, I, I may I may be putting my foot in my mouth here or something. I don't know, maybe something I got to look into. But I, yeah, I even took a screenshot. Non-game animals include, but are not limited to, armadillos, bobcats, coyotes, flying squirrels, frogs, ground squirrels, mountain lions, porcupines, prairie dogs, rabbits, and turtles. There is no closed season on these animals, and a valid licensing a, a valid license is required. They may be hunted at any time. So when I hear any time, that refers to nighttime. Yep. So obviously you're not out there shooting coyotes in the dark, just hoping a bullet hits them. You're hunting a coyote with a spotlight. Mm-hmm. So obviously if they all fall, so that's that's what I just looked at. So I honestly I wanted to say that because. Hell, I didn't want to get on here and say some crazy stuff. How many uh, feeders did you say there was? It was probably over 75, 80. Damn. Dude, but I can't imagine the amount the I'll amount show you. Of corn. I'll show you some yeah, pictures. Oh, you know, you know how they put corn in the feeders? How? It looked like uh, they had a tractor trailer truck, but it looked like it had like a short, like a 20-foot tanker on the back of it, and it had a huge hose, vacuum hose, and they just pull up beside the feeder and just undump the whole thing. They had protein in feeders and they had corn in feeders. That's a lot of money, but dude, these people were paying good money to shoot. What do you think? I mean, probably ten, twenty thousand dollars, right? To shoot a buck. Yeah. Did you catch any wind on anything or? No, honestly, because I th- it's not. I think a lot of it is uh, is, is like why I was there. I didn't pay anything given a hunt. 
like the let's say the the leader of my Charlotte division, you know, they'll ask him if he wants to come down, you know, in January, and then they'll give him a buck tag, and he'll be able to shoot a buck of his choice. I don't think really people pay for it. Would you enjoy that? It ain't, it ain't that type of ranch. No, I would not. No. I was thinking because I was like, man. I mean, Anything with the fence, no. I damn sure couldn't do it with a tag. Now, they don't, they don't let them. You don't shoot them if they got tags in them because they're trying to breed genetics. And we did riding around at night with spotlights. Um, you see everything. A lot of deer, Dude, elk. You, did you see any big We didn't. I didn't see. I probably didn't. The biggest buck I've seen was probably around 140. Really? And he now, I, I say 140, and I swear. I swear this deer looked like um, it was his, like, second set of antlers. I swear it was. Dude, I believe it. And because um, he looked young yeah. and skinny. And, I mean, he had, uh, like, a pink tag in one ear and a purple in one ear. And we went back to the ranch manager and told him we seen that one. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's young. And, I mean, I was like, good God, first or second set of antlers, and you already had 440 well, inches. Well, I've, uh, I've watched videos of guys uh, farming deer. Uh, you know, not on a ranch or anything, but just actually farming deer and selling them for genetics and stuff. Mm. And like they'll be like, "Yeah, man, that's that's a year and a half year old." And that's his a, uh, or yeah, that's his first set of antlers. And this is like a, a like a one forty class, one and a half year old. Yeah, and real, I'm like, real skinny Lord body with a big round. And it's all the genetics and stuff what they feed them and everything. And they're not out in the wild elements you know where they have to find food they have to find water what do they feed them just just honestly that that period from the time when they start growing to where you know they cut off their blood supply you know in velvet it's just so crucial and i just protein and stuff on whatever they packing them full you i mean hell you can uh you can like like a horse stable you can have a buck stable and if you knew if you had knew what you was doing stuff like that when that buck's antlers were coming in oh you, you oh easily you could do the same thing yeah. Yeah, you could rip Is that legal in North Carolina? Uh, to uh, to have a buck farm? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it is. But you got to have your certain licenses. Yeah, probably permits, uh, permits, stuff like that. And plus, you got to, like, there's a log of, like, you have to have a vet check all the deer, like, every two months. They got to be out their shots. I bet we do. I, I bet do we, we do. I, uh, side note, and I'll get back to my Texas trip. Uh, me and Colton used to uh, fish this pond off 49. And while you was fishing it, little little buck would walk up to you. I mean, you'd be fishing and hear some noise behind I think you. I've seen a picture little, or a video little buck of that. would be uh, sitting there hanging out, have a yellow tag in his ear, <clears throat> and it was locally known. Like, hey, Don't. the tagged ear. That's they had. They even named them. And I'm pretty sure I may be wrong. Colton, probably correct me if I'm not. Um, that one one year he like you could call to him and he'd come out of the woods, mm-hmm. and he'd always get gone. Come. This time of year, oh, he would. You could. He was something in the air. He would get gone and then come back. But one year he didn't come back, and then like somehow he come across a picture, and someone shot it just because it had the tag in its ear. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Me personally, I wouldn't. Uh, it would be a different ball game well, if I was out on what, public. What's that one story? I'll go ahead and I'll let you finish. If I was out on public and then a 160 inch deer walked up and it had two tags in its ear and I was in the middle of nowhere, it's like you're in the damn. wild now, brother. Hey, that that's that happened in Kansas last year, uh, or it may have been early this year. No, I think it was last year. You talking about a buck got out and someone shot it? Yeah, because that was a sticky situation because uh, a buck got out of a, a of high a, fence, a high fence, and um, someone shot it. 
on public local and ground. And it was a, uh, I don't know. It was probably a 170, 180-inch deer. I mm. think it was more than that. But, yeah, the, but then the, 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 it fell apart because then they're like, well, we put it in the books as, you know, the, the state record for the, what would you call that? Uh, uh, Boone and Crockett. No, we just uh, not a high fence, a natural state record like. Oh, wild, wild deer, wild deer, wild yeah. Because yeah, and they're like, well, no. And they ended like, well, up, they ended up not doing. I agree. I agree with that. Just I agree with it, but I'm not blaming the guy for shooting it. For shooting it because it was like 10, 10 miles away from this high fence, and dude, I mean, he was having pictures on, on it on mm. his camera. He patterned that deer. Um, yeah. And he shot it. I don't. Obviously, I, I don't. I wouldn't want to. But I mean, dude, he's not in the fence anymore. Especially yeah. public land, you, he's gonna get. <coughs> so if you don't shoot him, somebody is. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be different. But no, we uh. So we left the airport and we had premium Ubers, and I mean like uh premium Ubers, like um Denali Yukons. Oh really? Like what Amy would drive. We had some nice like leather sunroof stuff like that. Wow. And see vehicles with sunroofs. <coughs> one I was in didn't have a sunroof, but we also we had some kind of infinity that had a sunroof and that was legit cuz you would hang out at the top of the sunroof with a shotgun. I'm I'm gonna lay it out. You had the driver, you had two guys running spotlights, and you had one guy just just shooting with a shotgun. Non-game. Non-game, yep. And dude, you would shoot these jackrabbits and hold them up, and you know they they would be the true three foot. Long, I mean, huge, huge rabbits. And you know, eighty thousand dollar vehicle, you just throw it around the hood, keep on driving. <laughs> yeah, I got a picture of like twenty rabbits on top of just premium meat. But uh, and I even said that to the guys I was with. I was like, man, man, I, this is an honor I'm being because it's a pretty big deal. Obviously, I guess the company thinks I'm okay. Speaking of, I had my first corporate complaint today. I'll talk about that too. But. <laughs> oh, good deal! Yeah. So, um, but I guess they liked me a lot and uh, sent me out there. But I told one of the guys, "My bro, this is this is not me." Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. s- send me on a on a duck hunt or you know, send even. I wouldn't mind going for the deer hunting, but it'll be hard to pull the trigger on a big deer knowing I know there's a fence somewhere. I wouldn't really care for an all dad. There, there was wild goats like legit wild goats that just tripled the size mom and dad have really yeah i yeah i didn't get a picture of it but people shot it somebody shot a goat she missed an all dad and then like probably about six or seven um uh, as far as like the high fence i have no desire to do that um as far as like going to an outfitter that you know hunting wild game no fence or anything I could get behind that, uh, but I like going like we're going to Kansas. Do it yourself. That that I, that's going to be so much. It's so much more enjoyable yeah. when it comes together versus, hey man, walk fifty foot. You'll see a windmill. Go twenty yards to the right and get up in that stand and and good luck to you. I think it's yeah. just just as much as it is the shot. It is the build up to the shot. But when it gets when it gets into the high fence, then it starts turning into like especially the professional high fences that are most known around the United States. <clears throat> they it's truly what they show you. They show you a PowerPoint and show you a hundred and sixty inch deer and say, Hey, this deer's ten grand. Yeah. And then they sh- I don't know these numbers, probably and, bogus. And a lot of people will argue like that that fence you was in. 80,000 acres, some of those deer will go through their whole lives without even seeing the fence. Yeah. And I get it, but the whole point is you going in that property and you know 
there's a 180, 200 inch deer on that same property. You like a hundred percent, you know, and I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. I keep freeze range, but just, uh, riding around shooting the rabbits. Uh, someone shot a porcupine. Someone did during the day shot a javelina and still to this day, I've smelt hogs. I've smelt coyotes. They're skunk. Stinky. I smell. I smell a skunk. Skunk sprayed within like twenty yards of me one time. I've smelt it all. Javelina times all that by twenty. The stinkiest uh-huh. creature to ever rolled this earth. Probably what's worse than that's probably like I don't know the balls on like a hippo or something. I don't know, but uh-huh. this it they I don't even know why you like if I was a taxidermist, I would upcharge you a thousand dollars just to bring in my building just to talk to me. That's uh-huh. how that's how bad it stunk. Uh-huh. But they somebody shot what some of them. Like? It, it you, just a coyote times thirty. Yeah, that wild nasty, nasty smell. Like it is is because it dude, a coyote it's musk. smells bad it's, it's, too. I would I wouldn't label it was like urine piss. It's it's like it's musk, but it's like to an extent where you're like, oh my gosh. Like if you're downwind from them, you could smell them. One hundred percent. Yeah, we we could you, you can smell them before you see them. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. So they but I didn't see no armadillos, didn't see no snakes. Uh, I was trying hard to find an elk shed because I was gonna ship an elk shed back to me. Couldn't find nothing like that. But we rode we rode around, shot some few rabbits. Um, anytime we went up in a stand, given we was down there for a conservation hunt, I did not take a gun. I just took my camera because I personally didn't care to shoot a doe. Yeah. Um, what uh, you seen a rattlesnake? No, no, I was, I was looking hard, didn't see none. I guarantee that was there, but um, it, it, it was fun. It, it was an yeah, experience. Like that's what how I would have took from it. Cool, never been to Texas. Got um, awesome food. It was just like a lodge. Awesome food. We got fed every day at breakfast, yeah. lunch, and dinner. Um, you know, when we come back from hunting, when no more, you know, guns were involved or nothing, you know, stuff like that, we'd start playing poker and uh, you know, unlimited alcohol, stuff like that. I mean, you would. We get back late and then open up a poker game, and then um, after we, you know, the handle of JD would get polished off. Somebody walk to the back of the counter and grab a more and just sit on the table. It was, it was, it was paradise in that. But it was, it was, it was so different out there. Um, I tell you what, I really would have liked to kill, even if it was high fence or not, um, was black buck. Those, yeah. those little kudu looking things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they was real cool. Um, that's just a different kind. They had all kinds of. I know they had a. Uh, God, I can't think the names of them. Y'all, did There's they like have four G- or five different Gims deer. No, that's, that's Africa. I know. I, mean, I guess they. So they, I, is the other exotics. I guess. Yeah, I guess black buck is exotic. There. Well, yeah. now I don't know. Is is an antelope exotic? What kind of antelope? The black, the prong antelope. Pronghorn. Yeah. No. See, the black buck reminds me of just like them, just different. Yeah. Yeah. But they could they could bring it over there and make it work. Obviously, somewhere in Texas, you have nail guy. Nail guy's weird as hell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think nail guy exotic. I'm that's, not sure. That's really exotic. I, I think so. But that's uh that's pretty much it. And it was just a cool time. Obviously not my style. I don't know how many times I'm gonna say that for. Yeah, I don't think I mean it would have been fun, but I don't I don't think it would have been worth for worth. I tell you I mean, you gonna if they invite you next year you don't Oh one hundred percent I'm yeah, gone. I, I, would, yeah. I definitely would. Yeah, no, they they and they like me a lot. Um <clears throat> Well, they, hey, tell us about your complaint. Yeah. Oh, my complaint. Yeah. So back. So yeah. So uh, I got an email today from my manager, and he got forwarded an email from his boss. So my boss's boss. Mm. Uh, which it's all. Trust me, it ain't nothing bad. But uh, after I, you know, I build a house, meet with the homeowner, 
go through everything. You know, in a few weeks they close on the house. Any uh, any problems that the homeowner sees, you we address, we address it. it within those like seven days, and then we close on the house. Then they go to close and get their keys, come home and live in there. After two weeks, I come and check on them. We set up an appointment. Everybody gets a warranty period. Like two weeks afterwards, we close. I come and make sure everything's good. You know, doors are shutting. Uh, toilets or flood, you know, just little just simple basic stuff. basic minor, yeah. Yeah, because even on a, after county inspections, home inspections, um, there's still something. There's man. kinks, That's man. nice that y'all. Oh, well, that, yeah, we we offer a lot of warranty. It's yeah. just a pain in my rear, but uh, I went back and checked on these these people, and they, they, was, they was problem child, and we knew it, but we needed them to close because corporate is all about damn numbers. Mm-hmm. They don't give a damn about feelings, so... Um, I went back and checked on them, and we call it their 30-day because within 30 days I handle any warranty. So when I say that, that's what I'm referring to. So I went back and done their 30-day meeting, happy as can be. They showed me all the remodeling, the painting they was doing, stuff like that, because what I build to a T, when it comes out in that paper, the paint, the carpet, the granite, the flooring, that is what it is. We ain't moving doors. We ain't adding receptacles. Like, that's production world. It's the world, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know yeah. If you want custom, go buy a custom. So, um they were showing me all the remodels and the barn doors they had and stuff. And I was, you know, obviously I was doing a little ass kissing because there's a survey involved yeah. and everything. And, um, you know, I was like, hey, is there anything I can help you with I can fix? You know, if it's something, ma- you know, I carry tools with me. Minor. So if it's something minor, I'll take care of it. It's major. I got to schedule trades. Yeah. So let's say, um, <clears throat> I don't know what would be a, a, a good example of, like, they found a chip in their granite countertop that we missed. You know, obviously, uh, some builders could go. Well, we didn't catch it. Tough, tough shit. I'm not like that. I'm like, yeah, I'll get it fixed for you. So, like, I'll reach out to a granite company. Yeah. They'll come in and pox make it. You know, stuff like that. You know, damaged flooring. I'll get the flooring company to come out there and take care of it. If it wasn't, you know, if the homeowner drops a fridge, he different ball the fridge. Yeah. They had no issues. <clears throat> so, um, on that email I got forwarded today, it was probably like four pages long. Jeez. And, um, they uh they was complaining about their HVAC. Uh, one of their complaints was that started it was when uh, she turned on her air, she saw particles coming out of the vents, and it was difficult to breathe. Oh so God. they cut the system off, and then complain filed a complaint about humidity levels. Is this uh do they do duct board or is it just metal pipes no. with insulation? What it is, it's new construction, and all the dust and particles, you know. They oh yeah, you know, up. you know, there's some sheetrock dust, a little bit of insulation in there, stuff like that. It's just coming right out. But mm-hmm. she she was complaining that she couldn't breathe, so she cut she cut her system off, and then yeah, was complaining about the humidity. Yeah, if you turn the and she off, also you don't have humidity problems. She also had, and she so this to, is after you talked to him. Yeah, to us, we I think our range is forty to sixty. Would y'all <laughs> agree? Humidity forty to sixty. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you, you, don't, you don't even want to be sup at sixty. Well, I, I know on Google. Normal forty to sixty. Obviously, if you could be around fifty, is probably good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Some, yeah. So um, every time she sent a complaint instead of picture to us or emails, uh, you know, it was like at 52, 57, 59. Awesome. It was yeah. all under. But she also had a remodel going on, and the doors were left open. She also had algae problems, and she had all the windows and doors mm-hmm. open. So it, it was. It's, it's just. Like it's one. One. Yeah. My obviously, Peter, pain, pain in the ass. So. Mm-hmm. Um. She started with there. Uh, the builder who closed her house uh, was one of my coworkers, really good builder. He actually got uh, promoted and moved to Asheville a month ago. Wow. So I took over their warranty. And then within the email, he's uh, complaining about, he says, yeah, um, you know, 
the builder's name, blah, 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 is a great guy, great builder. I hate him at the Asheville. His replacement, Max, uh, we do not feel he's trying his hardest, and he's very dismissive. Oh, God. So they said – I've never had an email like this before. What, so just, just like ready to get out of there? That's what they said. So um, they said dismissive. They also said um, that uh, I neglected some stuff. I did forget about a sod repair at closing. A what? A sod. Oh. Yeah, Bermuda sod. You know, we, we roll out sod. I did for a grass repair. I did forget about a grass repair at closing, and I said, hey, I'll get it at your 30-day. And then come 30 days when I went in there and done – the meeting and ask them if everything's okay and they said no no I, well, I don't know if i said that earlier that they said no items everything's good yeah. so i got their signature it was a friday like 4 30 i'm gone mm-hmm. you know yeah. my last meeting of the day <clears throat> but they said max you know neglected us basically they don't feel that they uh he's very dismissive um we're still there they got a line set up on the second floor that's up against some sheetrock or stud and you can hear Vibration. it vibrating real bad mm-hmm. So uh, the HVAC company is going to open it up, strap it up, and then um, they need the sheetrock and painters there to go right behind them and patch it. So the HVAC guy said, I'm going to reach out to Max. And um, and apparently they said that he said that he reached out twice. I ain't never had a phone call, nothing. No one's reached out to me. Um, I actually called him yesterday and left a voicemail, didn't return my voicemail. So to see this email coming through that Max not trying to reach out with the contractor to schedule, really, it ticked me off. Mm-hmm. And um, my bosses were totally – some people want to watch the world burn, and I just got to deal with them. So that's, uh-huh. that's part of my job. Yeah. And uh, we went through all that. Max very dismissive, all stuff. He neglected us. Um, they was bitching because, you know, their kitchen sink, it's a stainless steel bowl sink. When you dump a bunch of ice in it, it condensates at the bottom, yeah. and it drips into their cabinet. They said their sink was leaking. They said they can't even run cold water without it condensating, and I was wanting to call BS – Cause I'm like, you tell me, you can I can turn the faucet on for cold for five minutes, and I'm gonna go under your sink, and it's gonna be dripping. He's like, no, no. When I was thawing out chicken the other day, I'm like, well, yeah, ice, chicken thawing, you know. And he's like, you know, it's a four hundred thousand dollar house. My, I shouldn't have dripping up under the sink. I, I get that. Yeah, I get that. But it's just we put that in every single house out there. Like yeah. it's it's nothing new. And because I, I I jump on the line for some of the, I, I weigh. I see the customer side, and I'm like, you know what? You're right. And then I also see the, nah, you're bitching. There's, mm-hmm. there's a difference, you know. Well, but, yeah, just being realistic, you know. Um, I even deal with some of that at my, my job. Just, you know, yeah, you know, you need to get what you're paying for. And I understand as a homeowner, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, this I'm like, you know, other cases, I'm like, man, this is ridiculous. I mean, what do you, you know? You yeah, just won't no, need a... I, I definitely see it on my end now, yeah. doing what I'm doing, because I'm on I'm on the flip side now, so it's like you're on the dark side. I'm on the dark side. I gotta I've got to please, and and sometimes pleasing is tough when there's an Austin in the mix. Yeah, don't don't be what promising these people gold. So uh, it's 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 easier did, said than did, done. Did your management they understand or they they did they they knew this prop child but i asked him i was like hey is it okay if i reach out to him he said yeah that's fine so i called him and um he answered i can tell when he answered he was a little like oh i guess people don't think when they bash my name that, that i don't gonna, want to know about it you're just gonna roll over and i've probably my whole life i've had like three bad homeowners that are just like bad um and this was definitely this is one of them but to my face nice as they can be you know but on email, comments, keyboard warriors. 
And um, I called him, and I was like, hey, man, I was like, I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. And I, I said it just like this. I said, I'm going to be honest with you. The whole, you know, sod fix. What it, what it was when Duke Power ran their underground to the house, they just threw dirt in there and didn't track it in. So yeah. it just it just sunk over time. It settled. And I was like, hey, man, I forgot about that. I'm going to get that on there. That is, that is, I said that is 100% my fault. Hmm. And I was like, now the other stuff you're bitching, like he was bitching about, he said it's something on you the other it, side of the house. You said it just like that. Bitching. I didn't say bitching. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that to y'all. Yeah. I was like, this other stuff on the side of the house, the sod that you said I ain't going to fix, what, what are we talking about there? Well, there's some selling over there. And, and I was like, hey, so-and-so, and we'll say Billy. I was like, yeah. right, hey, Billy. I was like, you, we never talked about that. How can yeah. I fix something did, we didn't talk about? Did you tell them? You know, well, at the 30 days, I mean, it was all fine and dandy. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get into it. So, yeah. and then he was complaining about that I, I didn't remove these, these these grounding rods beside his house. And I legit thought he was talking about the grounding rods. What what he was talking about was two little pieces of shoe mold the electrician stuck in the ground so the inspector could find the when ground you rods. Said that, at the building. I was thinking about the, the ground oh, rods. Yeah, ground rods yeah. yeah, that don't if surprise you me. If see too. it, we got a fucking problem. That don't surprise me too. But And then I went over there and pulled them out. And then, um, you know, I was like, I can't help you about the sink. I was like, man, it, it's, I'm sorry. It is it is what it is. And then um, and then at the very end of the conversation, I was like, hey, man, uh, I'll take care of the HVAC thing, get the painter scheduled now that I'm in the same loop. I was like, I can't schedule something I didn't know existed. I want you to know that. And I wasn't calling anybody out because even if another trade's in the wrong, I won't bash them. Yeah. I'll just tell You're them, like, I'll figure it out. Person. One of the few that yeah. probably, yeah, yeah. working. Can, yeah. And then um, I was like, all right, well, that's fine. I was like, hey, but on this this first sentence on this email, it says I'm very dismissive. I was like, hey, you know, Billy, what, what am I dismissive about? Because you got me all wrong because – I, bro, I, I take care of homeowners. You know, yeah. I, I'm obviously if I walk you into the house, you go above and beyond. I do, and yeah. I probably shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, people say that that'll wear off as I get older. But uh, I was like, what am I dismissive about? He said, man, when, when you came over the other day, you just you just seemed real eager to get out of the house. And I was like, man, I came over there and we talked, we hang around. I I, I asked them, I asked them right before I done their meeting if they need help moving furniture out of their moving truck. I'm telling you, this, this, mm. this, that puts it into perspective. Hey, you're going too far and bit. So I was about to say the same we're, thing. We're, yeah. we're slow right now, so I, I can I can I can do it. But uh, um, obviously, I was like, "What am I dismissed about?" Yeah, you're just too eager. And I was like, "Man, I walked into your house. We had a conversation. I asked you if there's any problems with the house I could take care of and fix for you. You said no. Everything's good." I was like, do you want me to hang around? You know, we, we Until you change your mind. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? I was like, we signed the papers and everything. And then he brought on me. He's like, Max, be honest with you, uh, the reason why I said that is because me and my wife, we just got that vibe. And once I heard the word vibe, I'm like, you got to be shitting me. And like I told him, and I was like, hey, Billy, I'm going to be honest with you. Well, obviously you didn't read a good vibe because I, I was like, I take all care of my homeowners. I, I probably built over uh, – I don't know. I'd say at least I've built at least a hundred homes with D.R. Horton. I was like, never have I had a homeowner refer to me as dismissive. He was just well, 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 and I was like, look, I messed up on the yard thing. I'll take care of it. The HVAC thing. I'll, I I'll own that. Yeah, yeah I, I told him that like three and times. I'll get the HVAC, the HVAC, HVAC thing now that yeah. I, now that I know I'm gonna get with him, call him, but, and yeah. then we'll get the painter scheduled. I was like, but I'm not dismissing anything. Well, man, I, I wasn't let it get to you because I didn't. Yeah, it, bo- it bothered me when the email came through, well, and once I called him, like I said, "Oh, would the hell be, this cat. But, dude, there's just people in this world that are like that. Uh-huh. You yeah. know, just you know, they would complain in heaven. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. But he, he just yeah. the way he said, you know, Max has yet, and he told me he's like, Max, I'm, he, this is how he said it. Yeah, 
Max, I'm a man of my word, man. If I tell someone I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do it. I oh, said, hey, I said, hey, Billy, I'm. I, that would have struck me wrong. I said, hey, Billy, I'm, I'm human. I apologize. He's like, I ain't gotta remind nobody, you know. And I was like, I get it, you know. He's like, but he would say that, and like Max, I understand you're a superintendent. You got a hundred things going on, man. I, I get it. You got a lot, and he's like, I know how this works. We sign our name on that dotted line. We close the house, and we don't ever hear from you guys. I'm like, look, I, that ain't how I roll, you know. If you want the best. The best favors I've done for homeowners is the ones who are the best to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, I lo- there's this one guy, and he's my favorite homeowner ever since. Easiest going guy. Closing was great. Didn't bitch about pain. Everything. His son got a hold of a golf club and put like eight, nine holes in his living room wall. And I helped him out. How old's the son? I'll probably yeah, if he's still living, probably three. Oh, never <laughs> I <was gonna> say, <laughs> okay. He needs his ass beat. Yeah. <laughs> so he and he, I was like, is it is like, is your son okay? He said, yeah, he's okay. But can you help me out? Is he okay? And I, <laughs> I, I yeah, because me and him we're we're pretty tight. Did and, you did you pass him? Oh, I took I helped him out. Yeah, see, obviously did. See that is. See, but the people who's uh, who's crawling my ass, you know, if they do something, I'm like, sorry, Charlie. But there, there's a fine line where, like, you know, I'll fix that for you. That That's D.R. Horton should pay for that. And there's a fine line. I walk into there. Absolutely not. And someone took a dresser to the wall, the stairs. Like, hey, Max, can you fix that? I'm like, no, ma'am. Nope. That drywall is good when you close. We can't come in here and take care of it. But Yeah, I wouldn't, that's yeah. how I would yeah. approach it. It was matching it, people's it, energy. It was real shitty because I was really, I do not get mad. But on the phone, I just got that vibe from you. I'm like, who the f- who is who are you? Who are Once, you to judge who, my? Yeah. I was like, I was like, bro. Yeah, I was like, I help you. Move well, dude, you? I know, <sighs> I know you as a person and a brother. I'm sure you take you go above and beyond. So for and I, these people, and I and yeah, and I wouldn't even yeah. say it's for the survey at the end because if I get a good survey, I get I get a good amount of money on the survey at the very end, and it ain't even that. I mean, I'll just you just. I just I think there's a whole lot of shitty people out there, so try yeah. not to be shitty. Try to be yeah. less shitty every day. You know, yeah. obviously, yeah, good good person's a hard task. Just be less shitty. Mm-hmm. You know, you're but, a decent guy. And, and uh, it's funny you bring this up because we okay. had an incident today at work. I was doing this uh, furnace only ninety percent in the crawl space, and uh, our plumbers was up in the attic uh, doing a uh, a hot water here, and. Uh, they get done. A hot water here? Uh, yeah, a hot water here. Do you heat hot water? That's my favorite term. <laughs> hot water heater? It's a water heater. Continue your story. You, know you what? don't heat you hot know water. What? You know what? Yeah. <laughs> what? I ain't going to tell. <laughs> tell your story. So we were at Carowind. <laughs> <laughs> nah, a water heater. I apologize. Yeah. I apologize. Uh, and uh, they was doing that, and me and uh, my guy was doing this 90 percenter in the crawl and uh they get done um like to ask you know hey man you need anything blah 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 or whatever and uh uh they get done i get done shortly after uh about an hour after them and i i go in a home uh to the homeowner and uh like you said don't like to kissing a little ass being professional oh when i when i ask when i ask them like how how are you doing? You know how many kids you have? Where are you from? Yeah, you don't I don't care. Give a yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. See, yeah, you know, you put on the old company smile and you talk to them. Yeah, you know, yeah. It ain't, it ain't even that. It, I don't even I don't even do it for the logo on my shirt. I just do it as like it's, it's, be, be polite. Yeah. Do yeah. I care about your kids? No, but I'm gonna ask you about your kids. Yeah. Engage mm-hmm. conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And and that, that's what I was doing, and I was basically telling them, uh, 
how the system was performing, um, going over the thermostat with them, uh, collecting payment, um, talking about them, the inspection uh, that we're going to get with them uh, to get uh, the equipment inspected. Yeah, and the lead installer does all that? Yeah. <laughs> I can put that shit in a roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we, we do it all. And, uh, well, you know, super nice uh, uh, older couple. Um, and I get done with them, shake their hand, you know, thank you. Any Anything else I can do for you, all that good stuff. And I, I'm like, all right, well, y'all have a good evening. Um, and I was sitting in my van filling out my paperwork and stuff, and he comes running over. He goes, hey, man, you been coming uh, over here and checking this out? And I hate when that happens because it's never good. I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, uh, he walked to me at the front door, and at the front door, um, it had two long rectangles of glass on each side of the door you know with the hazy glass that you like privacy you know it's decorative and uh one of them was shattered like completely shattered not not out but spider webbed all the way through and i was like oh man i was like in my head i was like there's no way he's trying to pin this on us you know and uh he was like yeah um me and my wife just noticed it, and I didn't notice it going, and, I, like, all of our work was in the crawl space, but the plumbers was up in that, and uh, apparently one of our plumbers was going in and out of that door, and um, it was, like, sticking a little bit, and uh, the he, he was making small talk with the customer, and the customer was like, yeah, man, I don't know what's wrong with that door. It's always sticking, and... Mm. Uh, he for, fixed it. For some reason, I don't know what this guy, I don't know. I'm not a door expert. He's not either, apparently. But he thought, hey, I'll just take two screws out of the top hinge and replace them with two and a half inch screws. Oh. So they, they just came through far enough and they touched the glass. They came through. The plumber or the The homeowner? plumber. Oh. Because he was fuck. trying to be a hero and help yeah. this guy, you know. And he stay in your lane. Yeah, and he sent them, and apparently they touched the edge of the glass and yep. damaged it. But like people going in and out the front door, I'm door sure shutting. it was just shut, and it just happened, and nobody heard it. Right? Damn. And uh, so, so I had to document that and call my manager, and they, and they done left. They fucked it up and just put it on Austin, you know, but. Unfortunately, the homeowners. I mean, they was they was super nice. I mean, obviously. Oh, I thought this was a shit homeowner story. Where you was going no, with. no, it's not. It's oh. not. But no, no, it's not. I, I've got. I had a, a. I deal with a lot of my trades are the damn idiots, and I deal with homeowners. They just the same. Uh, I had a homeowner call me this morning. And said she's painting last night, and she had these wet rings above her ceiling. And the toilet was flushing real slow. So in my head, I'm like, oh, God, plumbing system's backed up. Black water, you know, dripping into the, you know, first uh -huh. or second floor cavity. Walked into the house, straight weed this morning. It's probably like 835. It oh, was, it, it, that was my coffee. It was secondhand high. So I walked in there, and uh, she's like, yeah, when I was painting, she was showing me pictures of it. Bro, she, what she was showing me pictures of was the shadows of the oh. other lights casting on each other. Oh, And then she God. showed me no, and she said, this is the worst one, and pointed over to the smoke detector. 
And damn, if you could see the outline of the nipple and everything, I'm like, man, that's the shadow of your smoke detector. I looked at this woman in the face. This was this morning. So I got, you know, I got, I, we could see her for nine days and I could tell you horse shit. And I said, ma'am, if this, you ever see that again, if you want to know if it's a true wet spot, I was like, cut all your lights off in your house. Make sure it's dark outside and shine a flashlight on it. If it disappears, it's a shadow. She goes, you know, we did that like, Oh, I'm so sorry. It should never, and it I was should like, never oh. come down to you having to turn your lights off just to. And I was like, "Oh my God, woman!" I, there, there are people bitch about their pain. I like held my hand up, and it's been a shadow or something. But um, there's crazy stuff. Obviously, yeah, it wasn't too long ago. Someone shit in the house. To, I had a, uh, I had a yeah. woman call on the uh, after hour line, and she said, uh, "My power went off. How do I turn my thermostat back on?" I was like, well, is the power on in your house? Yeah, the power's back on. <laughs> um, but I, the thermostat's blank. And I'm thinking, oh, well, something's fucked up. She, I was like, all right, we'll go over there and click the button and see if, you know, it lights up. And she goes over there and clicks it and it lights up. And she said, oh, well, how do I get it to go off? So we've completely went off of, okay, now the thermostat's working. And uh, she clicks it and she's like, well, how do I get it to go off a 12 hour? I was like, 12 hour. It was one of those T6s. Oh, oh yeah. And, uh, it was, I was military? Like, no. Well, it's asking for the setup options. Yeah. Like, it's wanting her to go through the setup. I was like, ma'am, that's the setup options. That's why it's showing that, because you lost power to your thermostat. Anyway, so she that's goes through that. Put, that's why you put batteries in them. Yeah, that's it. So she, she goes through that, and she's like, okay, well, um, it's 68 in here right now. What if I wanted to cool down? I'm dead honest. This is exactly what she said to me. I was like, well, you turn it on cool. Well, now, now, if I want it to heat, what are the... I was like, well, if you want it to cool, you turn it down past 68 on cool mode. If you want it to heat, you go up above six, uh, 68 on heat mode. I got a funny story. And she goes, well, oh, well, well I, I mean, I, I, you know, I know you may be new to this and everything. She said um, that to you? I swear to God. I'm like, what the fuck? What, what's going on? You, you know, called I'm, me. I'm confused. Yeah. I'm trying to help you. And she said, I know you may be new to this, but um, they know I'm, you know, I kind of, this stuff is, I struggle with this kind of stuff. And I'm like, ma'am, this does not have anything to do with, you know, me being new. I was like, I take that as, as a, you know, that's, that's you shaming on me. I'm like, yeah. I'm not new. I've been doing this for a while. Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that to be condescending or anything. I was like, well, if you want your AC to come on, turn it, turn it on cool. cool and turn it down. Like, this is the tone I'm talking to her yeah. in. Because she's pissed me off now, yeah. you know. If you want your heat to come since, on. Since you're new to this. Yeah, turn, yeah. turn it on heat and you turn it up. I don't know what else you want me yeah, to I don't, I don't. I mean, if you want yeah. the heat to turn up, make a fire in the living room. And then they, oh. hit, they hit me with the, well, what's the temperature I should keep it on in the house? I'm like, ma'am, I can't help you with that. That's up to you. Yeah. Do you need anything else? Do we need to plan a service call? Do no, you? no, that's it. Do you have a daughter? <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was like, man, this is just this is I what I need on a Sunday. I, I, t- tell tell yours. I'm gonna hit something real quick, and I'm probably gonna close yeah, it. Yeah, I, I yeah. gotta roll. Um, did y'all hear about that story about the transformer and me? No, I'd were like you, to hear were, it. Where you popped it? Yeah, yeah, I've heard okay. something. So uh, we was doing this. Uh, me and Andy was doing this install, and uh, in Landis and Crawl Space, they had a water coal. And a and a furnace and stuff. We switched it out just to a heat pump and air handler. So we so had it was like a geothermal or something. No, just a water coal. Yep. And uh, 
we it was a real old we took it out and we put a heat pump and air handler and uh we had to run a circuit um for our air handler uh six gauge six two and run it up under then go into the interior wall into the panel well uh we did that we got it in there and uh I was kind of new to the game in HVAC. I mean, I had experience, but I wasn't like lead experience. And uh, I'll <laughs> never forget this man. Uh, we, I wired it into the breaker, you know, and popped it in the breaker, put the cover on. And uh, Andy's talking to the homeowner up under the, uh, uh, in the garage. <laughs> and and I, I went out there and I said, hey, man, I'm going to kick this thing on. You know, we was about to fire this on. I was like, I'm turning this breaker on. He goes, yeah, yeah, man. And when I, dude, I've never witnessed anything like this before. When I flipped this breaker on. Um, he heard the neighbors screaming. It automatically tripped, right? And I was like, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's not turning on, right? And Andy, meanwhile, Andy's in the, uh, in the garage talking to his homeowner, it's a police officer for Canapolis. And uh, he goes, dude, they're talking and down at the road, the t- on top of the telephone pole, the big transformer, it goes, and it starts smoking. And that was the first initial, you know, bam, you know. And Andy looked at, and the homeowner was like, oh, my God, is that y'all? Andy's like, nah, man, that ain't us. And then Andy hears me go, and, dude, it just arced at the transformer. And Andy looked at the homeowner and was like, that might be us. And he said, stop what you doing. Did he yell that? Yeah. Dude, Uh, dude, I shit you not. Half the neighborhood lost power. <laughs> he still had power. Oh. Half the neighborhood lost power. We we end up figuring out what it is and everything. We're leaving. Fire department shows up. And I told Andy, keep on digging. <laughs> what did that how did that end up? Dude, so what had happened It's the Transformer twins. Dude Dude and it's Dude, it blew my mind because when I came out sec time after Andy was yelling, dude, it was smoking. And Andy was like, dude, that's you. I said, dude, there's no way. He goes, yeah, yeah, that's you. And what had happened, I wired it up correctly and everything. And the back cover, or the tuck cover, you know, it's, you know, four or six screws. Um, when I screwed them in, it ate through my, uh, one of my um, lines going uh you know from my air handler into the panel into my breaker was pushed up against that uh panel and when i screwed those uh screws in which they're not sharp or anything they're just hold the metal metal hold the panel right. mm-hmm. yeah the threads ate through the insulation and and grounded um damn but in the, theory, you're talking about the incoming power no it was my leg on my six gauge, so it should have just bam, short hit the tra- breaker. Undoubtedly, there was something like the the feeder wires coming from the meter had to be touching something in that panel because it shouldn't have backfed to the transformer. No. But 
<laughs> it should it should have tripped your the two hundred yeah. before it tri- yeah, yeah before it yeah. destroyed the fucking well chest. it should have tripped my sixty and that was it and bare minimum it should have tripped the main after that transformer but it bypassed that God, dude that and dude eighty so was telling me man he was in that and you know heard a pow and homeowner looked at Andy was like man was that y'all Andy's like nah no way. <laughs> Yeah, like, maybe yeah, us. yeah, that might be us. <laughs> That's why, I... dude. I have, I don't know. I I, I want to. I need to talk to an electrician to see exactly. I could just see you in there. What the dude, fuck, is dude? This dude it went. Pow, I even held it. <laughs> hey, he, he's over here. It keeps tripping. He over here. <laughs> zip ties it to the side. Of the yeah, panel. he's got both his damn arms. <laughs> hey, can you, can you turn on the system? Say it fires. What are you doing? I'm holding the breaker of it. What do you think I'm doing? Yeah, but that that was crazy. Uh, and all I did difference was took it off uh, electrical tape where it uh, ate through the insulation, tucked my wires back in there, and put the panel the on, out. fired up, and it was good. But half the neighborhood didn't have power. Dude, we was driving out, and the fire department comes rolling up. <laughs> Andy's like, "Dude, I think that's for for y'all for us." I was like, "Digging." <laughs> and dude, we pass them; they stop right there at the fucking transformer. It was smoking still. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, cool deal. Um, what did you had something didn't you? Yeah, just the, it wasn't as good as that. Just a home. I deal with all city water and sewer, right? And I've had homeowners, you know, get pissy with me and stuff, and I help them out. And then this particular homeowner, the very next day, she called me and asked me if she has city or well water. Mm. And that's the kind of IQ level I deal with on time. Just like, man. Dude, man, and I didn't realize how much little people know as far as, like, building and, and in I, the trades yeah. world. Oh, yeah. Because, dude, they don't know. And right. I, I don't get mad with them um, because if you don't know, I, I understand you don't that. Know. And I, I, I do if they I, don't yeah. listen. That, that, that's a different ballgame. Yeah. Yeah, when you when I when I take time out of my day and, and I'm on the phone with you fifteen minutes, my job is not to talk to you and tell you how to to walk you through like something as a thermostat yeah. or something to cut the fireplace on. My job's yeah. like, but I do that and if they text me like the next day I'm like, God, you just wasted my time. Yeah. Yeah. And but, what I can't stand is, you know, I get people don't knowing stuff and you know, especially like thermostats and stuff like that. And uh just Anything with their heating and air. I mean, I show up and I'm like, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm here to replace your heating and air system. Uh, equipment change out. Um, they're like, okay, well, well, the unit's around back. I said, yeah, oh. I need the attic access. What's in the attic? Mm-hmm. I was, you know, people don't know, and I don't blame them, you know. But uh, what I really can't stand is you talking about not listening, but when they tell me I'm wrong. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, dude, I do this for a living. Mm-hmm. And I do yeah. it well. Yeah, you know. So, so yeah, that's I, fine. I, when I when I close the house with them, I always say I tell them about their air filters. And I, you know, how how, how often you tell how them often I tell them once they move in, I say go ahead and change it or give it thirty days and change it. And I tell them every three months, but I personally change mine every month. Yeah, they rec. I mean, I've always heard uh, recommend change it every month. But if if you keep your house clean, you know, very minimum pets and stuff, 
Well, I always ask them, three. I'm like, have you ever changed the air filter before? And they're like, no. Oh, and a lot God. of them, and well, a lot of them come from apartments and stuff. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then when they do come from houses, I'm like, you you've never seen an air filter, and they're like, dude, we gotta is, change an air dude, filter. Dude, that it's makes like, me oh, sick God. inside. Mm-hmm. God. People don't know. No one, no one teaches them, but um. No, I appreciate y'all. You got anything, Brian? You? I think I yeah. said yeah. No, I appreciate y'all tuning in for this one. Um, I officially have started editing um, the turkey hunting video uh, of our 20. I'm, I'm excited about that. Yep. I'm glad so, the, yeah, the first half shows our bad luck. Second half shows a, a victory, but uh, real short and sweet. First time, I mean, I'm, this is some this is some bullshit iMovie. I'm over here Googling how to run iMovie. So, I mean, it's... Dude, I mean... You don't know until you do it. No, I'm, I'll, I'll be good at it one day, but uh, yeah, we'll get that out soon. That's going to be on uh, Four of a Kind Outdoors YouTube, but we'll, whenever that comes out, we'll drop it on Instagram or, or something. Announce it, yeah. Um, so. uh, appreciate everybody listening. Uh, wish us good luck in Kansas. Yeah. And uh, look forward to next week. Y'all hear uh, what's going on, uh, how our luck's going in Kansas, mm-hmm. and the, the update. update. We'll catch and, them in the uh, act. And um, if. Uh, if we do get lucky and kill one, I mean, we'll throw it up on our Instagram. Um, yeah, it'd be cool if y'all y'all had a laptop or something. Y'all we could like Zoom face face <coughs> uh, FaceTime yeah. or something. I don't know. We'll, we'll you can do it on the phone. Yeah, yeah, we'll you, figure it out. Yeah, um, you know, it may be something like that, but you'll definitely uh, there'll be a podcast uh, mid mid uh, mid next week. Um, just updating. Ho- ho- hopefully, hopefully labeled BBD. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully, but uh, you know. You know, whether we kill one or not, I'm just happy to be out there. There you go. Uh, You ain't working weeks. Yeah. Getting paid paid to hunt Kansas. There you go. Yeah. But uh, thanks for listening. Um, Yep. Y'all got any? Yeah, y'all, please go donate to the Wounded Heroes Hunting Camp. Um, There's a link in our Instagram bio. uh, Help those guys out. And if you do, uh, let them know that Four for Kind sent you. We appreciate it. Um, And, yeah, thanks for for everybody listening, mm-hmm. like yeah. you've already said, I and really stay tuned that. for some more fun shit. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. We'll see you. Chew, puppy. <laughs>